You're listening to Double Exposure with Sophia Lemon and Petro, a photography podcast on both the creative aspects and business side of photography. Join the conversation on Facebook at Double Exposure Show Group. And here's Petro and Sophia. And we're back. Episode 21 of Double Exposure Show with my name, Petro. What? My name? What? <laughs> no, keep going, keep going. I'm trying to... I tried to sell. I tried to say myself. I. I also just said I tried to sell instead of I tried to say. <laughs> All right, it's been a long day. It's. Uh, it's not even four p.m. yet, and I'm already saying that. <laughs> so welcome back, everybody. <laughs> Sophia and I are back. Episode twenty-one, double exposure show. Um, find the show notes for this episode on doubleexposure.show/episodes/slash twenty-one, and join the conversation on Facebook at uh, the Double Exposure Show group. And welcome back, Sophia. Hi. How was your time away? Um, I had a rough week last week. Where did you go? (laughs) I was just having a bad week, so I needed a break. (laughs) Well, I hope it was worth it. No, no, it wasn't. But (laughs) I'm here. That's good. Um, I hear that you've had a bad day. Oh, well, I wouldn't call it bad. Um, I, I actually, I would say that I did it to myself. Right. Um, I was sort of, um, fishing, if you will. Well, what's the word I'm looking for, actually? Um, I was, I was disturbing the shit, if you will. Oh, wait, no, I want to start and, with you losing your wallet. Oh, I found my wallet. <laughs> yeah. So I lost my wallet for the whole day. For the whole meaning day. Meaning that, yeah, this morning, last night and this morning, I had no wallet. Oh um, I'm glad I didn't get pulled over. Yep. I have a picture of my driver's license, but I don't know if the police would be kind <laughs> enough to just accept that. Um, and uh, yeah, just, you know, something simple. I just wanted to get myself a tea on the way to the clients today. And I'm like, well, I didn't make one at home and I can't buy one at Tim Hortons. And then I was like, no, yes, I can, because I have the wallet app on my iPhone. Yeah. Mm. So to tell you the truth, I don't really miss the wallet so much for financial things, but I was scared. I'm like, I, I got like 20 different cards I'd have to replace in there. Yeah. And, you know, if somebody ever found it, the first thing they do is make fun of me because it's a woman's wallet. <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> it's a it's a fossil wallet. It's got a zipper on it. Yeah, I think I know uh, what wallet so, you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't look like a girl's wallet, but you open it up and it's all like magenta or pink and purple <laughs> inside. So, it suits you. But... Totally. Plus, you can't find a men's wallet with a zipper that holds anything more than like a card. Yep. But yeah, so so yeah, that that kind of kind of had me not worried, but it was on the back of my mind. I was like, oh, where is this thing? I hope I find it. I hope mm-hmm. I find it. So <laughs> actually, uh, I came home and I um, went to let Tank out, and um, the wallet was actually right beside his crate. So he stole it. Either he stole it, which I don't see any teeth marks on it, or I had it in my coat. And as I was leaving, uh, when I opened the door to put him in the crate, it fell out of my pocket or something. Mm-hmm. So don't know. Don't don't really. It doesn't matter. I got it now. Good. <laughs> so, yeah. And you were disturbing yeah, then, shit today. Yeah, I was uh, trolling Facebook a little bit before <laughs> noon. <laughs> Um, actually what got me started was yesterday there was a post uh, in the London Ontario photographers group and I won't name names but I mean you can find people out and uh, um, yeah it, the, the the point here isn't to ridicule or put anybody down but uh, it actually because of something that I wanted to talk about today this post couldn't have come at a better time so It starts like this. Hi, all. I am looking to outsource a wedding to another photographer. Sadly, I cannot shoot it myself, as it is the exact same date as my wedding. So I am for sure unable to reschedule anything. LOL. Gosh, I really wonder if she's laughing out loud. (laughs) Bride is looking for a simple package similar to my sweet and simple wedding package, which is half day, four hours, and 200 digital edits. All right, so this person goes on to say edits. And my cost is $400. That is it. No prints or anything, so always opportunity to upsell. Wedding is on this date. I'm unsure of 
so will have to be worked out between you and the bride. Uh, weddings in Ontario in Elmer. Backyard small wedding for family and close people of the bride and groom. Only so very intimate. If you are able, available and willing, please tag your page below and I will forward her the list to go through. So first of all, amazing that this photographer is going through the trouble to help mm-hmm. a client to connect them with another photographer. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think that's that's excellent. I think we need to network with each other and actually, you know, not just help out your clients so they can come back to you potentially, but also help out the community, right? So I, I think kudos for that. Where I kind of lost my shit, uh-huh. <laughs> if you will, is the $400. And I kind of kept quiet. I just wanted to see if anybody said anything. And so I actually started out by saying, are you looking to outsource or refer? Will you be handling the image delivery or are you passing the client on? Will you be doing post-production or the photographer who is shooting? Because I got to admit, I wanted to give this person the benefit of the doubt that $400 for four hours shooting, I thought may not be a bad fee considering all you have to do is show up and photograph. Yeah. Unfortunately, the reply I received was, Passing everything on, I am getting married the same day. So between these dates, I'm not booking or doing anything. Perhaps outsource was incorrect. I agree. Outsourcing was very, very incorrect. Mm -hmm. Um, So I just go on to say I'm just clearing this up. I congratulated her on her wedding. I really hope she has a great wedding. And the the amount of people who tagged their page is a little overwhelming because I was expecting maybe two or three. Mm -hmm. And what I saw is people that I used to actually teach at Fanshawe yeah. tag this. So, like, I'm talking, you know, people who were in school 10 years ago. Yeah. And so I felt the need to disturb the little shit. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and so I said, I have to admit, I'm quite blown away at the amount of people willing to travel to Almer, shoot for four hours, and then edit 200 photos for delivery. That's $2 per image. Unless you're doing a shoot and burn, I don't see how it's even worth your time. Photographers willing to entertain these offers are only perpetuating the disrespect to our business. And what I mean by that is the disrespect of clients towards our business. Mm -hmm. Just saying no disrespect to anyone personally. Okay. And the reply I received for that goes like this. Usually when someone says no disrespect, it's followed by something that will usually offend someone. Well, no kidding. (laughs) right? Truth hurts, right? It's pretty much a burn and turn uh, wedding, which was made clear. Not really. Um, I, I will. I will disagree with with her here. It, yep. It was not made clear. She said two hundred edits. Yes. Um. So then she goes on to say they're not expecting a ton of edit work at all. Finally, the only reason my package is what it is because I'm building my wedding portfolio and would not be fair to charge a client ridiculous amount when I only have a few weddings under my belt. The girl was advised not all of these lovely and amazing people may not charge exactly what I was. Um, I think what she's trying to say is that the client uh, was told that the the other photographers may charge a slightly different rate, which, again, she didn't make clear. Yeah. I think it's fairly disrespectful to come here and tell us we are all being disrespectful of the craft when we're all doing very well for ourselves. Yeah, defined very well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not to mention taking one lower cost wedding doesn't perpetuate disrespect of our craft. It perpetuates being kind to others and allowing them the enjoyment of someone capturing their special day within a budget. I'm doing. I'm going to turn off the commenting now because, well, I have handed her the list. And to all you amazing ladies that offered your services, again, thank you. I greatly appreciate the kindness you all showed. Sigh. <laughs> so, what do you what do you think? <clears throat> I'm not really sure <laughs> where to start. I don't think yeah that referring a bunch of photographers that you don't know off of Facebook to a bride is necessarily the best way to refer a bride to another photographer. So, for example. I have photographers that I refer and I know them personally and I know their work and I may have even worked with them in the past. And those are the photographers Mm -hmm. that I'm going to refer a bride when I am otherwise busy for their wedding date. So um, I wouldn't personally go to a Facebook page and say, hey, who wants this 
I'll I'll send your information to the bride. Right. I don't think that yeah. is the best way to represent your own photography business because then that person may end up booking the wrong photographer and blame you for it because you referred them to the bride, right? Absolutely. So right. there's that. Yeah. Oh, goodness gracious. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. I I wanted to mention something about that. Yeah, like I see it all the time on Facebook, but in photography groups where it's a small group of people and they know each other and know each other's work. So mm -hmm. um, you, you have that trust built. You know that they're going to produce good work for these people. But I couldn't personally refer a photographer that I don't know is going to produce good work. So there's that element. Um, I mean, yes, she, she did sort of go above and beyond to find people for this bride. But to me, that's just like a... <laughs> I'm kind of awful this way. I do refer photographers, but at the same time, like don't waste my time when you could use Google. So, um, right? she was basically <laughs> acting as Google for this bride. So I, but has Facebook not turned into Google? I, yeah. Well, this bride could have gone on to Facebook and looked for a photographer. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so I am just going to assume that this person knows this bride. That's that would be kind a, of what I got. That would be yeah. a slightly different situation. Um, now, there's also the $400 for four hours, and I think your math was slightly off, <laughs> where you said $2 for, for one photo for 200 digital okay. edits, because, well, then you weren't paid anything to drive to the wedding and to be there for four hours. Right, right. No, and that's, and I'm not breaking it down yeah, in terms I of $2 per one photo, so much per hour. Yeah. Um, th where, where I got that is in the commercial industry uh, or in the commercial field, quite often uh, you do piecework. Um, so if a client has a catalog and they say, look, we have 4,000 pieces we need photographed, can you just tell us the price per piece? Yeah. Okay. And you, you literally deliver like one photo for the website or maybe it's a couple of, a couple of photos per website and you can charge per product or per photograph. Yeah. And so the least I've ever charged per photograph was probably $30. Yeah. Well, right? like I get what you're saying. It, they're yeah. literally spending yeah. $2 so imagine working for per free. photo. Yeah. Um, yeah. But what photographers here need to realize is, yeah, you're driving, you're spending gas money to go there. And you're going to be there for four hours of your Saturday. And then you're going to spend like 40 hours editing <laughs> it and then burn it and give it to them. And probably if the bride wants you for four hours on her wedding day and you're giving her digital files, she's not going to order prints. That is so true. There's absolutely zero opportunity to upsell yeah. here. Yeah. I mean, there yeah, is if you charge the same amount as Walmart. Can you charge the same amount as as Walmart and give them good prints? No. Because even if you order the prints from Walmart, you have to add like a profit to that. <laughs> I know. I know. So the, the $400 I had a huge problem with yeah. because I think, and, and the problem is, um, there, there was a, there was a personal conversation I started, yep. uh, with this individual and, and I did that because, I don't want to be um, responsible for her. Yeah, I don't want to be a jerk, right? I do have to admit, I kind of hijacked this post uh, to, to try to make an example. Mm -hmm. But uh, I, I did want to take the opportunity to kind of tell her, like, look, if you want to do this professionally, you should be charging more money. Yeah. I'm, I'm not saying you're bad. I haven't even seen her work. Exactly. And I, and I said, I'm surprised with how many people are also lining up to charge so little money for yep. half a day of work. Yep. And I do have, you know, I won't read the the conversation with her uh, that I had kind of privately in the background. But she did go on to say, I'm doing very well for myself. And I'm going to have to completely disagree because I think that what she's saying I'm doing very well is she means that she has money coming in. <clears throat> I would assume that doing very well means that she's booking a lot, which, yeah would happen when you're charging $400 for a wedding. Right. And that's what, and I agree. It, it, I think she's booking a lot. It doesn't mean that and, you're making uh, money off of it. I mean, really. Um, that, that I'm with you. Yeah. I don't, I don't see her making a lot of money. I don't see anybody making a lot of money charging $400 for no, a wedding. I mean, geez. a wedding happens, uh, one day of the week. Right. So that means that you can, you can potentially only shoot one wedding this week. 
And if you spend, if you only spend 20 hours editing it or whatever, and let's say you spend 20 hours, including the four hour shooting, including the one hour driving there, one hour driving back, phone conversations, emails, whatever. Even if you spent 20 hours, it's only 20 bucks an hour. That means that you have a job that only pays you $400 a week. That's terrible. Because that's a bad income. <laughs> that's, that's horrible. That I mean, that doesn't even come close to doing well. And I'm going to assume that she's in a double income household where and she probably uh, has another job, I would guess. Either that or her significant other has a very good job where he's able to support uh, their family, which is great. The problem is that she's she might as well not work. I, I feel, you know, like really it's, you might as well just not work. And the amount of money, the amount of time you spend on this, yeah. you could potentially do something else, but that's neither here nor there. I don't want to discourage people. Uh, but back to the $400. <laughs> now, I think that the problem here lies in the fact that these individuals have absolutely zero concept of overhead um, and what overhead is. And I think they kind of think of immediate expenses. So like maybe gas to get to the wedding or, you know, maybe I had to buy a meal and, and that's about it. I don't think they see uh, their initial investment as an expense. So buying the equipment, you know, computers, software, uh, cameras, education even. Uh, if I had, if I asked you how much you spent on your education, do you think you'd have a, a number for me, Sophia? Like, what on do my you photography think you... education or yeah. on my post-secondary education? <laughs> <laughs> well, you almost became a professional student there for a while. <laughs> a <little but>. bit. <laughs> um, on your photography education. No, how much was tuition? See, I'm glad you, you're breaking it up because tuition is just one small yeah. part of it. I think it's roughly $5,000 annually. Let me, you, so you you keep talking and I'm going to come up with a very rough number. And how much was okay, that? Okay, <laughs> so, so tuition for the two years was, was let's say, about $10,000. Yeah, okay, go um, on. Other things to consider is the cost of living because you were away from home. And the cost of living isn't just rent. Cost of living also includes, um, you know, meals, entertainment, uh uh, internet, cell phone. Yeah, I'm not getting into. Needed. I'm not getting into that. That is way too complicated. Of course, of course. <laughs> I can't. And that's, like... that's why I'm just asking for a rough number, right? But I mean, you have to consider all the money you spent while while you're getting a uh, an education. You have to really kind of put that into perspective. Okay, so for, aside from for that, me, there's equipment for me just to go to school and yeah. to have a place to live and to feed myself. That's it. This is no travel home or to school or any kind of entertainment or my cell phone or my equipment. Well, add equipment to that. Oh God, I don't even know. (laughs) But I'm at like 50,000 now. 50,000? Just to to have a place to live, food to eat, and to pay for tuition. Pay for tuition. Period. Just those three things. Let's add some equipment too. And I bet bet you're going to be at 60 grand. Oh yeah. And... If you wanted to work for 30 years of your life, mm-hmm. you need to write off $2,000 annually, okay? Yep. So you need to consider that $2,000 of your annual income has to go to perpetuate, well, it has to go to paying for the education, the, the investment that you made. You know, that's $167, I'm rounding up, $167 every month that you have to make sure you make just so you could pay for your education. That's to break even. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm going to say that if you're, if you're sitting down and you're trying to um, determine of how much your education's worth or how much you should be paying yourself back for it, you know, consider adding $50 up to your bottom line every week to your overhead. So your overhead starts at $50. Now, I'm going to assume that this individual didn't go to school, didn't actually go to photography education. And I'll be the first one to admit that even though I'm an edu- educator, uh, there's a lot of talent out there who have, has never taken any photography classes. And n- nor, even though I don't recommend it, I w- I'm saying it's totally fine if that's what you wanted to do. But the bottom line is that your overhead starts, your personal overhead, Sophia, starts at $50 yeah. per week already. You know, um, I'm currently very lucky that my studio rent is only $600 a month. Oh, good. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. 
And again, this, this individual does not have studio rent. I'm going to say that mm -hmm. right now. But on top of that, there is <clears throat> insurance. Um, oh, God, this is just getting too complicated. Let's just say it. I know. Like, you're not going to survive as a photographer charging $400 for a wedding every not if year. You, not if you want to actually grow a business. Well, hold so on. So you can totally be a photographer charging that much. Yeah, go ahead. Well, I'm just going to do some more, like, terrible math. <laughs> Are you calculating? Okay. So <laughs> if you did um, 16 weddings between June and the end of September... So mm -hmm. if you had a wedding every Saturday and you charged $400, you would make $6,400. Yes. That <laughs> isn't very good. No. Um, now I did, again, in our personal conversation, she did mention she's making between twenty dollars and $30,000. So she's bringing that in. Um, that's not making. That, that's, that's, ink, that's not... Profit. It's not profit. That's income, yeah. right? It's it's profit is probably very marginal. There, That'll be gross but, income for the business, not for yeah. So we even, can we can dissect this all day long. I don't know what to do point, with this. Like I I feel like so you told me a little bit of what happened in your what mm -hmm. came up in your private conversation. I'm going to go ahead and mm -hmm. share a little bit of it now because okay. there were a few things that she said that bothered me. And by the way, for everyone who's listening, Petro and I are not like ripping on this girl were like genuinely concerned because some of the things that she said um it you wouldn't want to be running a business like this because you're, you're going to run yourself Thank into you. the ground um so <clears throat> i remember you told me she said she's been a photographer for 10 years her prices go up every year and <laughs> In your rural area, which is London, Ontario, um, you can't charge more than $3,000 for a wedding. Mm -hmm. um, so I have issues with all three of these statements. <laughs> um, so I think I've told you guys the first wedding that I shot on my own, I charged um, $1,300. So that was mm -hmm. the cheap wedding that I did. Um and before that, I literally did like maybe, maybe 10 photos, 10 photos. <laughs> I took 10 photos before then. No, I did about <laughs> maybe 10 weddings with other photographers. <laughs> I was, Even Tank was, I was really like, good, guys. <laughs> I, I maybe did 10, 10 weddings with other photographers. Um, so you do not need to charge $400 for a wedding to build your portfolio. Petro has said many I've, times, you can do a couple free ones. You can do some cheap ones. So that you, you only need to do two for free and, or, or even like, two discounted. Because all, all you need is the photos to show people. And if you need just the photos to show people, go second shoot for someone and get paid even like $12 an hour to shoot for the day. And then mm -hmm. build an album using those photos so you can show people. Like... <laughs> I have no problem uh, letting people do that either. Yeah. I, I think, I think you, you might have even helped us out, and I, did. I was like, "Yeah, do whatever you want with those photos. I don't care. Sell them if you want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't really care because um, I I know I'm not losing business on them. You know, and a lot of people are kind of touchy feely about yeah. this. If you second shoot for them, they're like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! My photos, you know, well, I copyright." Am, like, <clears throat> so I don't want people who second shoot with me putting those things like on their website because Agreed. I mean, I actually live in a rural area and <laughs> um, so the brides looking for photographers here are literally going to look at like every photographer website. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because <laughs> how big is your rural area in, in terms of population? Well, I think Meaford, which is where I actually live is like 10,500 for the municipality. Okay. For the municipality. That's not the town. Yeah. That's the municipality. So, so that's... Your town is what, like I'm eight? not in the town. Yeah. <laughs> I have like three neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So that's as rural as it gets. Yeah. So, and in this yeah. area, um, my standard wedding, like just the package, right now I think my average wedding is 3500 to 4000 this year. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. that's before 
the wedding happens before they order all of their additional prints and stuff. Um, yeah. <clears throat> go ahead. Having conversation with her, what I found is that she doesn't really have a concept of how to charge for a wedding. And well, it just, that's a completely when, different. When you said, so she said she has done her research and what she has found is that you yeah. can't charge more than $3,000 for a wedding in the yeah. London area. That is simply not true. <laughs> of course it's not true. We're, we're averaging over, well, over $4,000 in sales per wedding. So yeah. that, of course that's not true. And I've had a wedding that was 7200 yep. before taxes, you know, yep. and uh, she ordered product after that. So I don't know how much total was, but close to 12 grand. Up, I, I'm not joking, close to 12 grand Yeah. So uh, from a single client. And it's it, I'm not charging that because I can. I'm charging that because I sat down and figured out how much I have to charge in order <laughs> yeah. for me to, you know, pay my bills. Yep. Um, I have a mortgage. I have, uh, well, insurance payments. I don't have car payment, but um, insurance payments. I have to pay for my cell phone. I have to pay for my internet. I have to pay for, for food. Um, for food. Your dog Thank food. you. Important. Kitty Holy litter. Holy crap. The dog food is, <laughs> yeah, it adds up, right? And, and we're missing a lot of the luxuries. For example, I do not have... Uh, any sort of television feed to this house. Mm-hmm. Uh, no cable, no satellite, nothing at all. I have Netflix and that's it. Yep. So that's that's my expense. Um, and I, I'll admit, like, there's days where I'm like, man, it would have been nice to have cable. I could watch this show. I can't do it. I cannot find $100 a month yeah, to spend on that. I just, and it's it would be very simple. All I have to do is raise my prices. Uh, you know, and then find that extra hundred dollars of income, and all of a sudden, I have another luxury. Yeah. But I do think about the client too, right? And I do want to stay competitive. And I guess we're not competing with these people, like you oh, and I. No. We're not competing with four hundred dollar weddings, and so I'm not worried. You know, like I I do have a lot of people who call me and text me and screenshot things and say, "Oh, can you believe it? This is why our business is going to shit." Et <laughs> and I'm like, "No, there's more than enough weddings to go around." It's you're not competing with them. Like, don't worry that they're only charging a thousand bucks for a full day wedding. Uh, they're not your they're not your competition. The client who's booking them isn't even looking at your website. You're, yeah, you're just you're just like a novelty to them. The reality is that I've actually met a, met a lot of bride and grooms who flat out told me that if a photographer doesn't charge you know around twenty five hundred bucks. They're not even looking at them because they're afraid that they're not going to get the quality. Mm-hmm. And they're not they're not all necessarily right. <clears throat> I think you're taking a bigger risk. I think your risk is very high at not getting a really good quality. But you, this individual who's shooting these weddings for 400 bucks, she could be super duper talented. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll admit that if you're spending any time on a wedding at all, like uh, initial consultation emailing the client back and forth discussing packages um photographing the wedding calling you know you you photograph a four-hour wedding you're bound to have 800 images you Mm -hmm. go through those 800 images to narrow them down to 200 then you take those 200 and you process them and maybe you stop there maybe you don't do like major edits maybe you just you know do color density sharpness um whatever and then you have to somehow package it and deliver it. Whether it's as simple as just, hey, here you go, here's a Dropbox or USB disk, or maybe you go through shoot proof, whatever it is. You've already spent at least 20 hours, yeah. maybe even 30. I'm thinking it's closer to 30, mm-hmm. which which means that you're working for $15 per hour. And after you, you do that, after you realize that you're working for $15 per hour, you are you're not, now paying. You're not doing well for yourself. Let me tell you. No, that. <laughs> and you're now you are now paying out of pocket for all the gas and car expenses, your gear, everything. Right. So, imagine if you worked at Tim Hortons, okay, and you got and you got you know paid fifteen dollars per hour or something, and they said, okay, bring your own uniform, and okay, you're going you're going to be doing coffee. Uh, you're also going to need to bring your own coffee maker. <laughs> Um, do you know what I mean? Like you are, this equipment costs money. The reason why going somewhere and working for somebody doesn't pay as much as a business is because they're providing you with things. I will gladly, gladly go shoot a wedding for $400, a four hour wedding for $400. 
if all I have to do is drive there, shoot, and I leave, and you provide me the equipment. Mm-hmm. If if you, you know hand what it I mean, back I would, to them afterward. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally, if I show up for work, then of course that's what it is. But the people don't realize it, and the problem is that every person who who actually is familiar with this conversation and who listens to this. Um, episode they're going to have two things going through their mind either they're going to be pissed at us <laughs> and they're going to <laughs> and they're going to be pissed with me for sure um and they're going to say how dare you you know people are trying to make you know ends meet or make meat ends and um they're doing their best and whatever i'm just going to tell you to to all to just shut up you're you're all wrong okay <laughs> the, well, the, the fact of the matter that. is <laughs> the fact of the matter is that we did not invent this business model like every single business has overhead every single business has people putting a lot of hours into it and at the end of the day i'm willing to bet $400 that this individual probably doesn't even claim these these uh, this income on their income tax. Mm-hmm. So, of course, they're not paying tax on it. Of course, that's pure income to them. You know, it's cash in their pocket. So... I'm gonna, I want to add another part to that. So you said... Yes, please. I, I mean, if you want to charge $400 for a four-hour wedding, that is, like, perfectly fine by me. Um, be a second shooter. <laughs> email a whole bunch of photographers in your area who are like really good and then shoot for them show up take a bunch of photos give them the memory card back and leave right and like reclaim your time like yeah absolutely i mean you could do it for Even, fun you know what? My, and charge four hundred dollars i guess if you're doing it for fun because you're independently wealthy and uh exactly like that's also fine but I don't want everyone would, who's listening to this to misunderstand what Petro and I are saying for um, like jealousy because these people are booking so many weddings and stuff like, <laughs> or like I'm we're, just, jealous. we're just cranky because no, I don't want to work with the client who wants to spend $400 because in my experience, the client who spends the least amount of money wants the most out of you and always. they always want it for free. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, is I don't know. I, <laughs> I can't handle it. <laughs> <clears throat> so there's going to be the other half of people who are absolutely going to agree with us. <laughs> and they all want to say this, but they don't know how to say it. And hopefully, hopefully we're saying it for them. <laughs> if what I, what I want to tell people who, who don't charge enough is um, don't look at your competition and make up the price based on what they're charging. Oh, man. Okay, or that's if the you worst are, thing you can do. Or if you are researching what people are charging for weddings, like maybe do a little bit more research because the research that this girl did did not bring her back an accurate number. No. No. Not at all. And I mean, <laughs> the, there a lot of it could have something to do with the fact that People who do charge three thousand plus don't always post their prices on the online. True. <laughs> you know? So, yeah, maybe maybe all you found was uh, somebody who's hungry for a wedding. But uh, the bottom line is that find out how much you want to make per year, because this will help you uh, set some realistic goals. So, you know, if I if I had to start looking for a full time job today. <clears throat> and I went on Metropolis or Monster or whatever, Kijiji, whatever Kijiji. internet sensation <laughs> is yep. out there for, for work. Um, I know that I would be looking for something with a sal- salary of about $70,000 plus. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's just the amount of money that I want in order to perpetuate my lifestyle and my my living. and And that's because... I know that taxes get taken off of that. I know that 25% of that is going to go to my income tax. And then another 10% is going to go to my RRSPs, RESPs, and things like that. So I've now lost 35% of that income. Okay, so that means that $25,000 is now going to other people, other, other things. And so I have left over, let's say, 48 or however much thousand dollars, meaning I may be able to get myself a thousand dollars per week after all the taxes are gone, after everything's gone. So mm-hmm. now that I know that, 
I, the second step, if you're shooting weddings, is determine how many weddings you're willing to shoot. How many weddings you want to shoot. And I think so, people grossly overestimate that number. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I'm going to do 27 t- weddings in a season. Like, are you bonkers? Unless you are running, like, a studio where you have, like, four photographers shooting, what like, first shooting weddings for you. Mm-hmm. I don't think you're doing 27 weddings <laughs> in a season. Well, we were averaging 30. Yeah, but how um, many people did you have working for you? No, I'm talking about me. me, I, Myself with Hannah or myself with somebody else. Mm-hmm. The, the last three years, there was... Like there was two years where we were averaging 30 weddings. Yeah. Um, were you editing all of those? Not a single one. Yeah. Listen to my episode before this. Listen to episode number 20 and you will find out that I outsource everything. There you go. <laughs> well, and having said that, you have to consider those things as a cost. Yeah. And even if I was editing all of that, whatever, it doesn't matter. There's costs involved. So if I know I want to bring home $1,000 a week, okay, uh, and I want to... And I'm willing to work 30, 40 hours a week. Um, at the end of the day, you're going to find out that you, there's a, well, just to back up a little bit, figure out how much you're willing, how many weddings you're willing to shoot in the season. And if this number is over 25, consider seeing a psychiatrist at the same time, <laughs> because you're going to drive yourself crazy. I'd um, say even lower than that. Honestly, most of the photographers that I've talked to that like do it on their own, they're like, mm-hmm. Like eight to 12 is what they can like sanely manage for a season. Okay. And this is like, they may take it, take a second shooter with them. They probably take an assistant, but they're editing them on their own. Right. That's the main thing. Right. Well, reality is that if you, if you, if you can sit down and you can say, you know what, I can handle 25 weddings a year. Mm-hmm. I can handle, I can, that's going to be my full-time job. I'm going to be able to handle 25 weddings a year. Mm-hmm. And if I know that I need to charge or, okay, let's say my overhead is 10, I'm going to make my overhead $12,000 annually. And this will include any uh, fees, expenses, memberships, internet, computers, anything like that. I'm just going to say $12,000. So if I want to make $70,000 income and my overhead is 12000 then I'm looking at $82,000 of uh, revenue that I have to bring in, right? Mm -hmm. And if I divide that by 20 weddings that I'm willing to do this year, that means I have to charge $4,100 per wedding. Yeah. So I'm sorry, but if you're you're doing $400 for 20 weddings, you are now only bringing home 7,000. Yeah. (laughs) Now, uh, in her defense, she did say this is her half day rate. So let's double it to $800 or $1,000 or whatever you want to call it. It's still nowhere near what you need to do. So if you want to do this full time, if you don't have an, if you don't want to have another income source, right? We talked about this a couple episodes ago. You finally, uh, I I told you, why, why don't you, why don't you just quit your job and do this full time, right? (laughs) Well, I mean, if you don't want to, if you don't want to do it full time, fine. (laughs) Well, it's because... Because we get addicted to that salary, and and it's mm-hmm. it's just it we are we are kind of lazy as human beings. <laughs> we we are kind of lazy because speak for we, yourself, Petro. Well, says we the person in her sweatpants, currently. right? Ah. Who just who just told me she wants to go to Harvey's to pick up supper? Right. <laughs> Although, in my defense, it takes twenty minutes to drive to Harvey's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm I'm I bet that more people are willing to drive to a place to grab food than they are to just stand in the kitchen and actually oh, yeah, put it together. For sure. Right? What, what's up with that? It's so weird. But I get it. I did the same. So hey, you don't have to go far. But and really what I'd like to do is in the future put together an episode where we talk about how to figure out how much you'd have to ch- how much you should charge for a wedding based on your geographical location your overhead and your desire to make a certain amount of money you know so i'm kind of given the reader's digest version here of that episode kind of a preview if you will um but reality is that you need to charge a lot of money because not because the market dictates it because the market is 
unfortunately oversaturated by people who are charging $400 for half a day and people like myself who even a four-hour wedding with us is 2500 bucks. Mm-hmm. Okay, not on a Saturday. Yeah. So um, there's a reason for that. And it all comes down to the fact that I want to make money so I can live comfortably mm-hmm. and so that my daughter, who's going to be born into this world... Did you announce this yet on the podcast? No, I just did. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so Just slip uh, it in there. <laughs> That's that's what I'm all about. Um, <laughs> but so that my daughter, by the way, everybody, we're having a girl. Mm-hmm. Um, so that she doesn't have to be mad that her parents didn't even put away a couple of dollars for her education, you know, or that she she goes to school and kids make fun of her because she, she she's in hand-me-downs and her shoes are falling apart. I really do want to give this child the best life possible. And I don't mean like living above our means. I really mean just... I want to be a good dad <laughs> and I I don't know. I don't know where to go from this. I don't think anything you and I will say will change this individual's mind nor am I trying to. What I want to do is sort of a little bit of a public service announcement that says, "Hey guys, sit down and think about it long and hard." And reality is, as a photographer, you're not just doing weddings, so there's going to be other income sources. Yeah. And what I do with this is I treat other income sources as profit. Mm-hmm. Because if you're running a business, you better start thinking about this six-letter word, six-letter P word. <laughs> it, it's inevitable. If your profit margin is zero, like literally, you know, there's a difference between profit and income. And I don't think a lot of people realize that, right? In this individual's eyes, she thinks, whoa, I just made 400 bucks for working four hours. Amazing. (laughs) Well, unfortunately, none of that is profit. It's not even enough to pay you for your time, let alone have enough money for for a profit margin. Companies like Apple, companies like Ford, companies like Sony, whatever, pick a freaking company. <laughs> they pay dividends to their stockholders based <clears throat> on the fact that they make a profit. If you think that you can run a business and not have any sort of profit, you're in for a rude awakening because you're not going to do this for a very long time. You're going yep. to have to find a job and you're going to have to be, find a way to support yourself and your family through means of other work. So I wish you luck, everybody who's listening, who's disagreeing with me. But well, if, you, <laughs> if you don't, then uh, high five to you. So you did say something about <clears throat> there's going to be two types of people listening to this episode. There's going to be the people who hate us and the people yeah. who agree with us. So for the yeah. people who hate us, sorry, um, you're going to find <laughs> out the hard way that That's charging it. $400 for a wedding is not going to pay the bills. I would strongly recommend that you think of yourself as a hobby photographer, which I assume you already are because you're alive um, <clears throat> and have camera equipment. So you're probably... Well, maybe not a hobby photographer, but a part-time photographer. You have another source of income. True story. <clears throat> That's good. Or go mm-hmm. and second shoot for people and get a whole bunch of your time back. Um, I mean, really, you'll make a whole lot more money that way. Um, the people who agree with us, to me, this woman um, sounds like she sees no value in what she is providing her clients. Um, like for her... $2 per photo is worth it. Like, yeah. um, and what she said to Petro over and over again was that she can't charge more than that because the market won't allow for it. Well, Petro and I both know that it will. So, I mean, of course, <laughs> you need to see value in your work. And you need to make that clear to people. So that should be a part of your brand, should be a part of how you treat your clients. And then it'll be, I mean, less of a problem to book the at least $2,500 weddings and up. Yeah, I think you, I think you said it extremely well, like very, very well. And I appreciate it. Yeah. And actually, I'm going to say that to anyone who says I can't charge more than $400 per wedding, whether you agree with us or not maybe especially to the people who don't agree with us, value your time. 
If you think that you can't charge more than $400 for a four-hour wedding, then you don't think that there's any value to photography. So quit That's and exactly, do something else because it's exactly. not going to go well for you. Thank you so much. And I mean, <clears throat> I felt bad kind of saying it because, you know, in my original post, um, because really, I mean, if I have to remind you what I said is I said, I'm blown away by the amount of people willing to travel to Almershoot yep. for four hours, blah, blah, blah. And I said, photographers willing to entertain these offers are, on, are only perpetu perpetuating the disrespect to our business. Just saying, no disrespect to anyone personally. So by doing this, you, you, are, you, you are supporting the machine that allows clients to think that that's all we're worth. Yep. And you're telling them that that's all that you're worth. Mm -hmm. That's not what Petro and I are telling them. Because no. if, the, if these brides contact us, we send them prices that are substantially higher. And then yeah. we don't book with them. So it's not hurting our feelings that you're charging $400. But if you want to do this full time, you really need to get it in your head that there's value to the service that you're providing. Absolutely. <laughs> best way to put it really so on that note um anything else you wanted to add <laughs> i was a little bit mean there when i said quit and do something else um <laughs> i don't think so i honestly don't think so i mean I don't, no if, if don't you quit. don't see the if you don't see the value in it don't do it as a full-time business do it as a hobby if you really love photography do photography but if you can't charge more than $400 for a wedding, then I don't think you should do it as a profession. Do it for funsies. Yeah, don't quit. No, like Nobody's telling you to quit. No, Especially this individual. Oh my gosh, please don't take this the wrong way. Nobody's telling anybody to quit photography or stop doing it. And I, uh, I encourage people to work to, to pick things up, to pick a camera up, everything like that. What I am telling you is that you are going to be in for a rude awakening long term. Yeah. You're going to burn yourself out and not get anything for it. Um, you know, <clears throat> volunteer and by the way, your services. You, so you've been shooting for 10 years. You only have a few weddings under your belt. <laughs> I, In her defense, I think maybe she's been involved in photography for 10 years. Yeah, and just I get starting that. weddings. Yeah, for sure. Or she did mention there was a hiatus because she did have uh, a child. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, congratulations on that. And kudos to you for I raising mean, you, kid. But you've done a few weddings. So, like, you kind of get it. Just well, do it. she did mention like, that every year she raises you, her price. So, like, what did you start I know. If you've only raised it to $400, like, okay, <laughs> so here's the goal for this person. In 2018, charge $2,500 for a four-hour wedding. That's, Just that's do it. That's a good goal to have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just do it. Don't worry about it if you haven't done a single wedding since. Yeah. Just just raise your price. <laughs> well, it might take some time for people to start booking her, but she, like if she's telling them she's only worth $400, then they're going to believe it. Like she needs to get it in her head. You know, when I started shooting weddings, um my very first wedding I charged $300 for. Mhm. Okay. And this wedding was shot on film. And it was about two hours long. And I, this was my very first wedding. Okay. Yep. Now, my overhead for, for film and processing was about close to $100. Okay. So I walked away $200 richer, right? I didn't make $200. I was just, I just had $200 more than I started with. <laughs> I then had to drop uh, these, this film off at the lab take all the proofs, arrange them, deliver the proofs, uh, sit with the client and pick out a bunch of proofs. And I actually got another order of $300. This is back when I was charging five bucks for an eight by 10. Yeah. I just didn't know any better. Right. So, um, the place I worked at gave me eight by tens for a dollar 99. And so I was like, Oh, I'll just charge five bucks. No big deal. Mm -hmm. Um, five by sevens I was getting for like 40 cents and, uh, Five by seven, so I only charge three bucks. <sighs> Sophia, if I could go back, I'm firing be you right so now. So many things I could do better. <laughs> but the reality is that the wedding after that was not was not three hundred dollars. It was fourteen hundred. Yeah. 
because I learned a lot. I knew what to do, what not to do. And this is the $1,400 wedding was back in 2000, the year 2000. The wedding immediately after that was 2800 And I'd say after that wedding, it was very few, if any, that I charged less than $3,000. Yeah. Not because I could, but because I had to. Mm-hmm. You know, at some point I decided this is what I want to do full time. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I couldn't rely on my partner. I couldn't rely on my spouse to to just be the breadwinner and to bring all the all the bacon home type thing. I guess so. this is really the moral of this episode, which is, you know, you're providing a service for these people. If they don't see the value in it, then you won't be able to live. So you will not be able to provide them the service that That's they right. want. So. I mean, off topic for a second, I'm, yes. I, you're actually doing something really, really good there by saying what you're saying. But there's a, there's a guy I know who will do uh, a brake service in your driveway. So he comes to you and he will change the brakes on your car. And I think the average cost for a full brake job is around $400. <laughs> okay. If I, if I do this myself by going to buy all the parts... Because I'm pretty savvy and I know how to do this. I've priced it out. It's going to cost me about $800 after tax. Oh, I just realized they're both $400. And that's a, co- that's a pure coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> this is a true story. There's actually a website that this guy has. Uh, he will come to your, to your driveway and do this. Um, and so I would never call him. I would never hire him. Because I don't mm-hmm. think that he's charging enough. Yeah. I'm going to be afraid that I'll be driving down the highway and my my wheel falls off or something. I just I just can't trust this individual. And he's probably the nicest person in the world, but yeah. and he was recommended by two other people. Oh and my I, goodness. And here's the best part. I said, "Have you used him?" They said, "No, but I just know about him." Yeah, cuz he's cheap. Cuz he's cheap. <laughs> cuz we love recommending cheap shit. Okay. I also, sorry, I did write down that I wanted to talk about being kind to others. Mm-hmm. So you are being kind to this bride who wants to spend $400 for a wedding, but she's not being very kind to you by not like paying you like an income that will support you. So yeah, big time. Not only <clears throat> that, <laughs> you can be kind and charge $6,000 for a wedding. I would sincerely you hope you would be nice if you were charging $6,000 for a wedding, but Well, and there's a difference possible. of being nice and doing a nice thing. So yeah. um, she, she wants to help people out who are less fortunate, who maybe don't make a lot of money. But my question is going to be back to her. Since you're not making a lot of money in your photography, are there other individuals who consider your needs, who are saying, well, since you don't make a lot of money, you know what, this month, only give us half of what you owe us for mortgage. Or yeah. maybe, your, maybe your internet provider says, hmm, dear, we understand that you help out other people. So we're going to give you six months of internet for free. Don't pay I'm us. Gonna, I'm going to try that this month. <laughs> right? So I'm super nice. So. It's not your job. It's not your job to be a humanitarian for people who decided to get married and have a Western wedding. Because reality yeah. is, the, you don't need to have a big wedding, to have guests at your wedding, or to even have photography at your wedding, okay? I'm sure Uncle Bob, with his iPhone even, could do a really good job just by capturing a couple of moments for you. And there you yeah. go. You've just been helped. You And the, the biggest problem I have with this is because you're setting the bar so low that there, the other people in this field who may want to do this professionally, may want to do this full time, are now at a disadvantage because the potential clients who would pay them a lower fee than, let's say, Sophia and I would charge, they're now, they now have a choice to pay a lower fee to somebody who's been doing this for a while and you're only perpetuating this terrible, terrible, terrible yeah. idea that photography is worthless. So it's kind of kind of the crappy the, part of not having a script, right? Because we're yeah. we're sort of talking off the cuff here. Not saying <laughs> go out and be rude to people. You can still be kind and charge enough to live on. Agreed. We are not saying that this woman needs to start being mean. Although I would suggest, by the way that she responded to you, that she's not as kind as she. <laughs> 
likes to think she is. <laughs> I know. But I know. Well, um, it's it's my it's my fault. I did I did hijack her posts and I kind of baited the, baited this discussion to to have some content for this episode too, you know. But um, true, I know I know how you talk to people, so I can read right. your text messages <laughs> with an understanding of what your tone is. But it, you don't. Hmm, photographers who are charging more money are not being unkind. Agreed. Yeah, because I mean, at the end of the day, I, I am charging three thousand, four thousand dollars for a wedding. That doesn't mean that I'm an asshole and ripping you off, <laughs> right? I'm barely yeah yeah I'm barely making a profit, um, and you know and it, it is what it is. Sure, some clients think that they're being ripped off. Don't work with those clients. <laughs> <laughs> Simple as that. That that's that's exactly it. So on that if, note, if someone okay, fine. No, nope, right. go ahead. Please, please, I'm just I gonna, want... Well, I was just going to say, if someone comes to you and says, um, oh, what, you're charging more than $400? You are totally ripping me off. Be like, okay, I am not the right photographer for you. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And have you have you ever turned people away? Yeah. Right? That's kind of a rhetoric, rhetorical question. <laughs> um, and I mean, did you feel bad about it? No, you booked another no. wedding for that day that yeah. at your full price. Like... And I think, actually, I, I did forget to mention this. Uh, a lot of it has to do with fear. Fear that we have a client now at our door. We want to give them the, yeah. the business. You know, we're not going to book anything. And then, of course, the same day, you get two more inquiries for the same date uh, from people who are probably willing to pay double of what you're probably yeah. charging, you know. So don't be afraid. I'm, if you don't book one day, well, then take that day off. Be happy about it. And believe me, you will enjoy it in the summer when you don't have any Saturdays off. <laughs> Like the first Saturday that you have off in five weeks, you'll be like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. It'll be well, awesome. Well, the best part <laughs> is that this individual has no idea who I am. So she, to her, I'm just some troll who just decided to like comment on her post, well, you, right? you are a troll. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> speaking, uh, yeah. Have speaking, we, have we, speak, what? Huh? Have we talked this one to death yet? I think so. I think we've. Okay. I think we've not just kicked a dead horse, but we've burned it alive. Oh, I mean, burned no. it and skinned <laughs> no. it, and it's too okay, much. Gross. It's too all much. Right, all right, all right, all right, all right. I can well, be real gross. hopefully, if this was your first time listening, <laughs> you learned something, um, and <laughs> you still don't. like us. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't judge us based on this episode. Go I go listen to a couple hope. other episodes. I kind of hope this is not the episode that you started listening to us on, but oh man, <laughs> please, if it is, give us a second chance and go to Double Exposure Dot Show and listen to some other episodes because I swear we're much nicer than this. Um, you can share your feedback Ooh. on this episode on Facebook at Double Exposure Double Exposure Show Group. Thanks yes. to Benjamin Edward for our artwork and Ben Sound for our theme music. The podcast is released every Wednesday and you can find show notes to this episode at doubleexposure.show slash episodes slash 21. Don't forget to subscribe and please leave us a five-star rating because I know you all agree with everything that we just said um, at doubleexposure.show slash iTunes. Tell your friends, share us with your coworkers, and we'll talk to you next week. Now, can you imagine if I'm responsible for like all the reviews after this that are less than five stars. <laughs> but everyone agrees with everything that we just said. So it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And lastly, um, I just want to bring up uh, the announcement that I made on Facebook. Did you see the, uh, the post that we put up announcing that we're having a growth? Yes. You said that halfway through this episode, Petro. But did you see the photo? Yes. Okay. That is the coolest ultrasound I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little creepy i'm not gonna lie it is creepy but i always see those things and i'm like why is it a skull like i mean it gets it makes sense your baby has a my skull sister That's my sister's a doctor and she's like i have never seen an ultrasound like this <laughs> That's yeah. so for those of you who obviously aren't either not friends or don't know what i'm talking about the ultrasound picture of of my of our baby is literally kind of a skull and her right arm is is up and it looks like she's rocking out in the womb. So, <laughs> go so look at it. Uh, go join the group. Go look at it. Yeah. Let's share it in the group for everybody. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. Bye.